Hello and welcome to the Nourish Gut Podcast. This space is for you if you suffer from digestive issues such as IBS, SIBO or even bowel disease. This is also the place for you if you're thinking about having a baby or if you have young children and would like to learn more about the infant microbiome. I am your host, Carly Raven. I'm a naturopath, clinical nutritionist, gut health expert and mother. My mission is to resolve complex gut health issues and reduce the prevalence of gut disorders by educating parents just about how vital gut health is in infants. So if you're ready to get your shit together, please grab a cup of tea, sit back and enjoy and let's improve our guts together. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Nourish Gut podcast. Today we are going to be talking about everything to do with the first steps to gut health for infants and children. It's going to be all about how you can, as a mother, carer or parent of a young child, nourish your baby's gut and set them up for a long and healthy life. This is actually going to be a little bit of a two-part series. So in today's episode, we're going to be covering everything from preconception care and pregnancy care. And then in next week's episode, uh, we're going to be talking more about, you know, everything post-birth and beyond in those first two years of life and what you can be doing to maximize their microbiome and why this is such a vital time. Now, I also want to invite everybody who is listening to come along and join our free masterclass. So we're going to be diving even deeper into this topic, extending from preconception care right through to those first two years of life. And we're going to be talking about, you know, why this time is even more important than any other time in their life for getting their gut health right to optimize their health and well-being. So the masterclass is going to be held on the 1st of October at 11 a.m. Anybody who signs up will also be sent a recording. So if you can't make it live, you can always watch the recording. So I will put a link to sign up to our masterclass in the show notes. um, And you're more than welcome to do that after the episode, um, this episode of the podcast. So let's jump into everything today and have a little bit of a chat about preconception care and then pregnancy care. So as parents, we want our kids to have the very best of everything in life. But when it comes to their health, the foundations are laid down during preconception care, pregnancy, and then the first few years of life. So what can we actually start doing to ensure that your kids are healthy and happy for many more years to come? That's what we're going to be discussing discussing in the next couple of episodes. So let's start with preconception care. This is a really, really interesting time because so many people don't value preconception care. Lots of people don't know what it is and it is so important. So basically preconception care is the first step and it begins before your little one has even been conceived. So most people only think of what's going to happen, you know, once they fall pregnant. That's when they really start to think about you know, maybe their health, but especially their future baby's health. That's when they start to kind of pull out, you know, like the supplements and healthy diets and maybe start making attempts to reducing their stress. But by the time you're actually falling pregnant or have fallen pregnant, sorry, the first step is already essentially in place. 
The first step is preconception care. What you bring to the table before you fall pregnant. This is important not just for your general health, but also your gut health and your future baby's health. So I want to tell you a little bit more about why I think preconception care is an absolute must for every mother who is thinking about having a baby. So generally talking, preconception care is designed to prevent health issues during pregnancy, breastfeeding, and even extending into the child's long-term health. When it comes to gut health specifically, we have some major goals that we want to achieve before you're falling pregnant. So there are two big reasons that we kind of undergo gut-specific preconception care. The first and most important for your baby is the state of your microbiome as a mum, which is the big colonies of microbes that live in your gut. So we know, based off research, that we can actually start to transfer our microbiome to our little ones during pregnancy. That means that the state of your gut, by the time you fall pregnant, not only is affecting you, but it could also affect the future health of your baby. So we want to make sure that we're ensuring that our gut is healthy before we even fall pregnant to ensure that you get the nutrition that you need. We know that the gut is like the most important, you know, center of well-being. And if we want to get the most out of the food that we're eating and the assimilation and the uptake of nutrients, then our gut is so important, right? Not even to mention the demand of many nutrients that are going to go up, 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 up during pregnancy and into breastfeeding. I'm a mum. I have a 17-month-old baby boy. He's not a baby anymore. He's a toddler. Um, and I know the demands that pregnancy and breastfeeding take on the body. I entered um, pregnancy very well nourished, nutritionally repleted, and even towards the end of my pregnancy, I was almost anemic. And during pregnancy, sorry, during breastfeeding, the, the toll, like you, you are growing a human, you're, you're, you're feeding a human being. And it is so, so important to make sure that your health is important so that you can be the best version of yourself for this little human, but also that you're passing on everything that you need to this baby. A really great example, and let's talk a little bit more about my personal experience is, you know, I made sure that I did preconception care and I took, you know, my prenatal supplements and that had iron in it and everything prior to falling pregnant. I had blood tests um, as part of my preconception care and my iron levels, my vitamin D levels, all of those things were tip top amazing, right? And then I continued to take my supplements throughout pregnancy um, and ate a varied diet, you know, probably could have been, you know, better at all of that. Um, and now that I've experienced what I did at the end of my pregnancy, next time around, I will be even better at it. Um, uh, by the third trimester, my iron, I was basically anemic and this was preparing my body for this baby, right? And at that time, I remember thinking, gosh, I'm so glad that I had the iron stores that I had so that I passed this on to William. If I didn't have those, how can we pass them on? Sure, I ended up anemic and low, but I knew that he had taken that. But if you're already entering pregnancy and you're iron deficient, how can we give more iron to our babies? So yes, we're talking about iron here, but we're also talking about the gut because if you want to uptake as much food and nutrition and nutrients from that, you need to make sure that your gut is right as well. 
Okay. And then if you're, and then you're almost on the back burner and it's so much harder to catch up once you're pregnant or in breastfeeding because you're constantly giving and giving and giving. So as part of general preconception care, we want to build up your nutrient stores, but you also want to be absorbing and assimilating as many of these nutrients as possible during this phase and is also in pregnancy as well. And that means you need a healthy gut that soaks up these nutrients and moves them into your body effectively. So that's the first kind of big reason. The second one is actually during preconception care, you want to make sure that all of your existing issues when it comes to your gut health is under control. Um, And this could be something as big as IBS, SIBO and bowel disease, or as little as like bloating and, you know, some smelly wind. Why? Because during pregnancy, many people will notice that their symptoms will become and get worse than ever before. So growing a human can be rough on your digestive system, especially as your hormones are shifting. So if you want to minimize the impact that this is essentially going to have on you and your baby, you want to make sure that you're addressing the underlying digestive concerns before you're actually falling pregnant. So that's the second main reason. Get under control any existing gut health issues. And it's an area that I absolutely love working with people with on. And often I've got women coming to see me and one of their goals is to fall pregnant. But I always say, great, hold up, let's get the gut right. You know, they're coming to me with digestive issues and things aren't great. But I always say, let's work on that first and then let's move into preconception care. And it's almost as though the gut health can be part of preconception care. So let's, I want to give you guys some practical things that you can start doing. So obviously I've said correct any underlying health concerns and working with a practitioner who can help you with that and getting special, specialized, individualized healthcare um, recommendations is really important. But I also think that a really great place to start is eating a diverse diet full of whole foods and filling up on fiber and making sure you're getting a really great diverse and um, fiber rich uh, diet. Go back and listen to one of my previous episodes on Gut40 and also download my free resource on this because this would be a wonderful uh, stepping stone and place to start when it comes to, um, you know, fixing up your diet and making sure you're getting adequate fiber to help with some of these gut issues and preconception care. The other thing that we also want to look at is whether you need some testing you know, and making sure that you're doing proper preconception care screening to pick up and screen for any issues prior to falling pregnant, but also looking at gut specific testing. You know, there is no way I always say to some of my clients that if I could come back with a superpower in life, I would like to have like these magnifying glasses that can like see through the stomach muscles and walls and ligaments so that I can see the amazing microbes in your gut so that my clients don't have to pay for all of this testing. Um, so that we can find out exactly what's going on for people. But I don't have those powers. So I always say to my patients, if you can afford to get some testing done, it is going to take your treatment plan to the next level and be able, we'll be able to individualize it therefore. And, you know, look at specific microbes that are not at good levels or ones that are overgrown because that's really, really important. Okay, so testing allows us to personalize your preconception care. 
For example, if you're experiencing pregnancy loss previously, there are actually specific bacteria that are linked to a higher risk of miscarriage. So by us identifying these microbes, we can nourish your gut, crowd them out and replace them with more beneficial microbes that can actually support you and your baby's health as well. So let's move a little bit into pregnancy care. So, you know, often this is where people start and they go, right, this is, I need to start thinking about my baby and my health. Um, But yes, it's really important. Hopefully you've already done some preconception care. So there's a lot changing that you really want to consider when you become pregnant. But one aspect aspect, um, that cannot be overlooked and that influences all other factors is the state of your gut. So why do you want to prioritize gut health during your pregnancy? Let's break this down a little bit. So previously it was actually believed that the infant was sterile of any microbes at birth. But now we know that it is during pregnancy that a mother can begin to transfer microbes of their baby to their baby. By the time your baby is actually born, the majority of transmitted strains that come from uh, your gut as a mum, there are some other ones. So this can, can include uh, your skin, the vaginal microbiome, and also the oral microbiome. And essentially, if your gut is in good shape, this leads to help uh, shape a healthy gut in your baby. But if there are potentially harmful strains that are dominant in your gut, you could potentially also transfer these onto your baby as well. So this is what I was talking about just a moment ago, making sure that that balance is right. And this is where testing is really, really effective. Another really interesting area that I've been doing a little bit of reading in recently is that uh, another big, big, big reason, in my opinion, to prioritize gut health during pregnancy is actually because of gestational diabetes. So we know now that gestational diabetes can have uh, like a host of potential risks for you and your baby. We know now, so like the risks, let's just talk about that first before I move on, Uh, jaundice, miscarriage, preterm birth, preeclampsia, potential injuries during delivery, an increased need for C-section, and then also uh, later uh, diabetes and obesity later in life. And they're really important factors that are going to determine birth outcomes and increase the risk of needing things like a C-section. And then that increases the risk of a lack of microbes being exposed because there is no vaginal birth. So this is really important. We now know that there is a link between gestational diabetes and, you guessed it, your microbiome. So they've found that even eight months after pregnancy, the microbiome of a woman who had gestational diabetes resembles that of a person with type 2 diabetes. And I've been reading about some other studies that have found that the makeup of your microbiome can help you actually regulate your blood sugar levels, which means that prioritizing your gut health is going to prevent or potentially could prevent gestational diabetes from even happening. And then your risk of all of those things I just mentioned will be decreased. And potentially you've got a higher chance of having a vaginal birth and then exposing your baby to even more amazing microbes that are going to help not just their gut health but their immunity so this is the stepping stones and this is where we can start to see how important preconception care is pregnancy care is because it extends so much more than just having 
good microbes in your gut, right? Let's talk a little bit about some of the challenges that can occur during pregnancy. So we know that once you fall pregnant, there can be challenges when it comes to improving your gut health. These can feed into why your microbiome might be disturbed and increase the risk of your child developing health issues after birth as well. So we one issue is that basically when it comes to pregnancy and gut health, you're going to get food craving, cravings and aversions. I know that I had some. I definitely didn't have them bad and I've got many friends who have had shocking pregnancies and felt very sick and couldn't eat and were vomiting and, and fainting. And that's the reality for many women. So we want to make sure that your body is absolutely prime because you don't know what's going to happen when you do fall pregnant and what cards are going to be laid out for you so pregnancy would be so much easier if we could just crave whole foods and and despise junk food but that's rarely the case the big concern here is that even a month of low fiber intake can take uh can change sorry the entire composition of your microbiome so even just these cravings and aversions that happen as a phase often in the early months can throw your gut off you know we can definitely counteract this and improve this throughout pregnancy and just like we can undo the good we can quickly change it and make it positive again but it just shines a little bit of a light on again this preconception care and pregnancy care right another common thing that and a concern during pregnancy is constipation uh most women will experience this uh one in tri in trimester like in one trimester sorry or some people get it in all three trimesters and this can actually be due to the changing in hormone levels in particular progesterone um sometimes it can be due to a low a use of a low quality iron supplement um, and also baby just simply putting pressure on the digestive tract. So around 25% of women experience constipation during their pregnancy. Um, and it's something that if you already have diagnosed constipation or experiencing constipation is most likely going to get worse as well. So we need to, you know, get that working better before you even fall pregnant. So Obviously, you want to be working on that and looking at the underlying causes of the SIBO and everything. But let's. The other main thing that I wanted to talk about today is some of the. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the things I'm doing with my patients um, in clinic when they come to me for like pregnancy care, just to give you a little bit more context and, and some information about the things that you can actually be doing during pregnancy and something that I would recommend that you definitely consider. So there are specific treatments that I'm using and recommending for clients, and they typically start at 30 weeks onwards um, in, in a really big way when it comes to the microbiome and probiotics and prebiotics and things like that. I definitely, depending on the individual, think that uh, using these as preconception care and throughout the entire pregnancy is needed in some patients. But I really want to focus in today about, you know, 30 plus weeks in your pregnancy. I think we need to start doing some prophylaxis work. And what that means is prevention, preventing things from happening. Um, and there is an amazing uh, probiotic that you have access to. You don't even need to see a naturopath for this. And it's the Chiara strain of breast, breast, the breastfeeding strain. 
and um, I would continue that. Rec- I would recommend that you continue that um, until baby is at least three months of age. Now, what this is actually has the potential to do is reduce the risk of mastitis, right? And therefore, we really want to be doing this because that's going to reduce the uh, potential for antibiotic use which is then going to have a positive impact on baby's gut. Because if we don't have to use antibiotics in these early years, you're like a huge step ahead of the game, right? So it's all about prevention, getting your gut right, taking prophylaxis strains of bacteria that are going to be helping your gut, your symptoms, and preventing mastitis. So awesome. (laughs) We also need to be screening for a history of things like BV, thrush, and GBS, and looking at specific probiotics that can be used, all right? Um, And these ones are more so looking at around 20 weeks pregnancy and beyond, you know, like especially for this GBS strain. There is some incredible research coming out around these probiotics, and it isn't just taking any probiotic off the counter. This one is a practitioner-only strain of probiotic, so you can't just get this from Chemist Warehouse. You have to work with a naturopath to get access to it. Um, And Every woman is generally screened for GBS um, and it's an infection um, and it, uh, when the baby passes through the vaginal cavity, it can be passed on to baby. But you can actually prevent that from occurring. So if you have had any BV or thrush or you have a, a risk of GBS or you've tested positive for that, I would definitely be recommending that probiotic. The other key thing and area that I wanted to talk to you about is actually things like um, asthma, allergies, hay fever. Um, If there's any family history of that, so other siblings or maybe you or your husband or your wife or anybody in your family um, has really bad allergies, asthma, eczema, we want to be doing early intervention for this. And it actually starts in pregnancy so that you can start that maternal transfer that we're talking about before. So getting in early again with a really specific strain of probiotic, don't just go to the chemist and buy any old probiotic because you're potentially wasting your money and not going to do anything at all. So we are looking at, you know, that um, lactobacillus rhamnosus LGG strain and very, very high doses of that um, to reduce um, that risk. So I find it really empowering that there are things that we can be doing in this stage of pregnancy to really optimize health care and pregnancy care and the future health of our baby and obviously there's so much more i only have you know capacity to share parts of this we're going to dive even deeper in the master class but you know if you're listening today and you're like oh i need to get onto this please reach out Get some individualized health care so that you can get on a treatment plan that is actually going to help you and your future baby. So other than kind of supplements, obviously, you need to be focusing on eating whole foods and a really great diet and all of that fiber that I was talking about, making sure that you're drinking enough water um, and skipping out on, you know, things like antibacterial products and antimicrobial therapies and antibiotics as much as possible during pregnancy. These are all things that are going to greatly improve your child's gut health outcomes in the future. So in the next episode, we're going to dive deeper into infancy and toddlerhood and talk about so many different things from breastfeeding to birth to, you know, foods and ex- lifestyle exposures and things like that um please don't forget to now register for the masterclass. it's on 
the 1st of October at 11 a.m. You will get the recording. So I'm popping it in the show notes. Um, I hope that this episode has been interesting and educating, educational and inspiring. Um, And if you have any thoughts or questions, reach out to me. Like I love hearing from you guys. Like you're more than welcome to message me on Instagram or send me through an email um, because I love the community that's being formed around this this gut health uh, talk. So I will see you guys on the next episode. I can't wait. I love talking about this stuff. Um, You know, I'm a mum and I've got experience with this as well like I I can't wait to tell you a little bit more about my breastfeeding journey and some of the things that I've learned personally and why I think that that area is so important for gut health as well so stay tuned and I'll speak to you then thank you so much for listening take care did you like what you heard leave us a review if you'd like to learn more about my Nourish Gut program or the Nourish Gut Kids membership, head over to my website. Would you like to be a part of a community that gets it? Join our Facebook group, Nourish Gut Community, or come and follow me over on Instagram. All of these links can be found in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time on the Nourish Gut Podcast.